0: Welcome to Wednesday One Shots, the series where we share a bonus story with you to help you get through the week. This time we have a story from a listener named Brianna. This happened in February 2023. For some context, I'm a music educator in Texas. Every year we have a convention in San Antonio where all music teachers in the state congregate to attend conferences and workshops and meet up with friends and colleagues to pursue instrument and supply marketplaces. This happened during the second night of the convention. I met up with my university colleagues, and we enjoyed a few hours of seeing old friends and professors. We were catching up with what everyone's been up to, and how everyone was doing in their personal and professional lives. And we were drinking because, if anyone on this planet needs to drink to let off some steam, it's teachers. We don't get paid nearly enough for all of the stuff that we put up with. But I digress. At around 11.30 p.m., I decided to head to my best friend's home. I was staying with her while attending the convention since she lives in the city. It was dark and cold that night, and my car was parked about 30 minutes away from the convention hall. In the daytime, there is a shuttle running that takes you from the parking lot to the center, but they shut down at 11, so I had to walk. Lucky me. About five minutes into my walk, The crowds had thinned away, and I was alone. There was no one around except for a couple of guys behind me. I got a bit scared, so I began walking faster, praying that my imagination wouldn't get the best of me. I figured that I could use the military skills passed down from my parents and what I had learned in kickboxing class to guide me if anything should happen. Eventually, the guys split off in different directions, so my heartbeat went back to normal. Being a woman walking alone in an unfamiliar city, unsure of where you're going, is a scary thing. I then noticed a couple, a male and female. They were also behind me. I was unsure of which way to go. I saw some signs, but I started to doubt where I was actually supposed to be. The couple took a right, and I continued walking straight. After another ten minutes, I was in a completely unknown place. I was getting more and more scared, so I called my best friend to keep me company over the phone. We always do this whenever we feel unsafe, so if something should happen, the other one could call 911. I was on the phone with her as I walked under an underpass, and I found myself at some sort of stadium near the convention center. There was also a dark tunnel, but that was a no-go for me. I soon found myself in a dilapidated parking lot with a railroad running parallel to it. Across the railroad, was another parking lot, separated by a tall metal fence. I could literally see my car. I cursed myself knowing that I had gone the wrong way. Now I had to find another way. I thanked my friend profusely for staying on the phone with me as I tried to figure out where I was and what I was doing. Also, it didn't help that I had a few drinks in me either. As I circled back around to find a different way, I saw a rough-looking man coming my way. I bet you can imagine what I was feeling. He then calls out to me, and I ignore him, walking faster. He called out again, now starting to lightly jog after me. I was trying not to seem frantic, but I began booking it. I could hear him coming after me, running, calling out to me. I sprinted down the staircase and saw that tunnel. I did not want to take another staircase and end up at another dead end, but I also didn't want to go through this dark tunnel only to hit another dead end. I made a split decision and I sprinted down the tunnel. As the darkness surrounded me, I could hear the man. He was still behind me. His footsteps were heavy, which forced me to run even faster. Then, lights appeared at the end of the tunnel. They were big lights gleaming over a parking lot. Under which was my car. Thank God, I turned to look behind me as I tried to catch my breath in the freezing cold air. The man who was aggressively in pursuit of me had disappeared. Maybe he knew he was too late as I had reached the safety of the well-lit and likely surveilled parking lot. I told my friend that I had made it, but I didn't get off the phone until I was inside my locked car with the heater blasting. Funnily enough, I saw that same couple that was walking behind me before also getting into their car. If I had just taken the same right that they had, I would have spared myself all of that stress and fear that I felt. Thank you to Brianna for sharing that story, and if you have a story to share, make sure you send it to stories at gmail.com. We'll see you all next week for a full episode of Let's Not Meet. Stay safe.